If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You're listening to the Throttled Adventures Podcast. And now, your hosts, Cody and Chappie. Hello, and welcome to Throttled Adventures. I am Cody, and that is Chappie. Hello. How are you doing today, Chappie? I'm doing okay. I'm doing much better um, than I was last weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, much better? How come? Well, um, you know, the leaves are down in the trails, and I kind of got lost. Ended up, you know, riding down a dried out creek bed um three foot banks on each side (laughs) and it was downhill um there was no going back and there was no getting out uh all i could do was go forward but the problem was you know with the three foot banks uh there were a couple of trees down across the river bank oh and it was you know about fender high so there was no going over well you just got you just got to more throttle, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, lay the bike down and drag it under. So, so it was, they were tall enough that you could get under them, like dragging the bike. Yeah, there was uh, about an inch between the handlebar and Ooh. the bottom of the log. Yeah, just enough room. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to have to pull a Cody and like walk out and come back tomorrow with a saw or something. <laughs> Hey, you know, sometimes you, know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I had, you know, freak out. So I almost called you, but um, <laughs> you should have not not that you could have done anything in Utah for me in Massachusetts, but um, so, moral support. <laughs> and because I'm not in the situation, maybe I could help out a little bit. But yeah, just calm me down a little bit. I was starting to freak out because it was like 430, quarter to five. And, Getting late. You know, it, yeah, it gets dark. And I was in the woods, so didn't know my way out. So, well, I'm glad yeah. you made it, man. I'm glad you made yeah, it. Yeah, I did make it, and it was an adventure. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about you the whole time. It sounds like sounds like my kind of adventure, man. Oh, damn! 
Well, hey, that's that's a good segue, actually. I think today's episode is is going to be about camping in the woods or or other places. Uh, so, um, yeah, were you thinking about camping, or you were just going to walk out? Uh, I was close enough to I could have just you know like left the bike and walked out, and the wife could have picked me up. Um, would have been a lot easier to just you know pick a direction and walk. Yeah. Everything worked out, so I actually found the trail, met back up with the the river not too far after the two down trees, so I was able to get out of the the riverbed and back on the trail, and it was all easy from there, but... You didn't ride down the river? I did for quite a ways, (laughs) but... (laughs) It's getting too cold to be in rivers, man. Holy shit. it It was a dried up river. Oh, okay. You know, and those are fun to ride. Those are fun to ride. In one direction. The direction that the water flows, it's nice and smooth, but going the other way is not. Yeah. But yeah, oh boy. Uh, it was fun. So what's new with Cody? Well, man, I just I've been getting a lot of invites to go riding lately. Uh, a lot of people are down in Death Valley or going to Death Valley and and uh Two or three people just this week have invited me or told me I should go to Baja this winter. Uh, I don't have a passport, so I need to fix that. But, man, uh, I thought Baja was actually part of the U.S. I don't know exactly how that works, but, you know, California is so long, I thought that was just part of it. Me too. (laughs) Not that we didn't touch on that in the last episode. Yeah, we touched on that. You know, they think they got long ones, whatever. They're all moving here to Utah. I ain't seen no long ones, so. (laughs) That's probably a good thing. Yeah, I'm not really looking either, but Utah has this thing. I don't know if the rest of the nation does, but it's, I'm sorry, excuse the French, but it's pretty fucked up in my opinion. You go into the urinals, and they don't have no fucking dividers. So... You're just standing there with your dick out next to dick out next to dick out and then hoping you don't get splashback from somebody else. It's fucking weird. I don't know if the rest of the country's that way, but I'm over this shit. I mean, to each their own, but keep it to your own. That's my philosophy. Yeah, I, I'd be going in the stall. <laughs> yeah. And now that, that was pre-COVID, I thought it was weird. Now, you know, I don't need nobody doing their sneezing, peeing, logies, whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. Next to me. But anyway, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, got a lot of videos to edit. That's always good to have, you know, footage in store. Yeah. It's too cold to camp, though. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of work on your bike, too. Yeah, got the uh, 701 up and running. Uh, now it goes. Now it just doesn't stop. Oh. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> never ends yeah i know i don't know what i did uh the front brakes are uh like you get them to the handlebar and then they start to stop i had a lot of oh. air in the line so i think my hose might have like a pinhole in it or something Ooh. so well it's an easy fix yeah get a new hose yeah it's yeah. just getting the brake fluid down through there unless you have a, a bleeder is a pain in the ass yeah, we have we have a a vacuum now, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool! Like a, yeah, 
Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. But I mean, they're bike problems, so I'm not complaining. I'd rather yeah. work on a bike than other crap. Yeah, bike work is fun. So camping, when you're looking for a site, you know you're looking for uh, a clearing. Also, I, what are the the finer points that you're looking for when you're looking for a site? Well, um, is there like a checklist that you go through in your head? Or? There kind of is, and this is probably a good topic because I don't actually have a checklist per se, but there are things in my head, and it would be good to make a checklist. Um, I take into account wild animals uh, when I'm looking around, and, and that includes people, okay? <laughs> so, some people we, we worry more about than than animals but i like to camp away from people i don't i don't want to hear my neighbors don't want to see my neighbors if i wake up in the morning and i need to pee really bad i don't want to worry about some kid running around out there whatever so i like it to be remote would be one thing uh probably the first thing i'm looking for and then it's got to be pretty like it's got to be a cool sight because Usually I drive a long way to get there and I want it to be kind of epic. So looking, is this a place animals have been or would likely be? Get away from people. Those are my two first things. Then I think I go, I like to be by water, but that can lead to animal trouble. Because animals like to drink water too. So the only time I've encountered a cougar was... uh when I was camping right by the river. Oh, right. And that was, uh, I remember that, that. was pretty creepy, man. <laughs> yeah. That would freak me out, especially cause, uh, all I would probably have is like a fork or a spoon to bend it off with. Hey, I mean, take the fork if that's all you got, man. <laughs> Just remember to always keep eye contact, make yourself big, make a lot of noise and don't run from a cougar. Well, yeah, you're not outrunning those things anyway. Yeah, as soon as you turn your back, though, if their natural instinct is they just attack you. Defenseless. Yeah, that makes sense. Grab a stick and start whacking it on yep. something. Whatever you got to do, man. Just don't take your eyes off that sucker. <laughs> well, that's good to know. It's, yeah, good knowledge to have. Hopefully you don't need it. It's kind of like those things, you know. Better to have it, not need it. Okay, so you've found a clearing or an area where you want to camp and it meets all the criteria you've listed so far. Mm -hmm. um, you park the bike. What's the first thing you do? Uh, I'm going to scout it out. So uh, I think we were talking earlier, but yeah, I probably leave my helmet on and everything on and walk around. I'll, I'll look, well, most likely I'm going to have to pee. So let's just get that one out there. <laughs> Find a place to pee, but uh, I'm looking for like animal trash or poop, uh, human trash. Uh, like if there's 400 beer cans, probably not going to stay there because it's the kid's party spot or something. And then um, you just want to scan, like make sure you got a spot your tent will go. It's not on like, you know, dried pine needles or on a 45 degree slant. So you're looking for a good tent post yeah, spot. Definitely. That's that's like the main thing because you gotta sleep for your next day. Softer ride. the ground the better. Softer ground's good. You can drive the stakes in. That's always nice. 
and uh, you want to be level because just a slight incline, at least for me, can mean I just don't get sleep. Especially if it feels like you're rolling down the hill. <laughs> I can imagine that would be a pain. Yeah. And then uh, just kind of looking around and, and does the place freak you out? Because usually I'm alone um, a lot of times. And so you want to be comfortable there. That's that's a good point. I wouldn't even think about that. My main thing I like to do is have at least one wall type thing, whether it's just trees. So where an animal or a person couldn't come. And that's where I'll put the back side of my tent to. And then I kind of build a barricade around me, like with the bike parked at an angle. And in reality, does it really help? I don't know, but it makes me feel better. So I kind of just try and tuck in to, to something so I have at least one spot I know nothing is coming out of. And then for safety and for just peace of mind. Well, like you said, you got to be comfortable. If you're not comfortable, you're not going to sleep good because you're going to be subconsciously you know yes i've freaking out i've had many nights like that yeah i swore that there was a wolves or something outside my door wake up and it's just like a leaf that was hitting the tent all night and i was so pissed (laughs) so i guess making sure that uh there's no branches or anything at uh tent level to freak you out would be a good thing to look for too yeah and and no branches that look like they might fall on you if the wind picks up. Oh, right. You don't want to be like under a tree or something. And that, that depends too, because if if there's rain in the forecast or something, sometimes it's good to tuck back into some covered area, right? So it's just kind of situational awareness. And then the other thing is what's going to look like when you wake up in the morning, because it's cool to have an epic view if you can. I think you're going to get more of that out your way because it looks like less forested areas. You know, the videos that I've seen of yours. Yeah. Here, I I don't know if you, you know, you've seen like it's pretty dense here. Yeah. Like if you're doing the the whole camping in the forest. Yeah. And that type of thing. That's, uh, that's kind of cool. I went to Oregon recently and like it shocked me how dense the forest was. Like seriously. Here, you can kind of see between, you can actually ride your bike between the trees if you need to. But, I mean, they're spaced out. It's forest, but it's not like tree on top of tree on top of tree. And that's what it looks kind of more like in some of your vids and some of the races I've watched back east. Like, they just dodge trees the whole race. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it can get kind of tight. And plus, you know, the camera, I mean... The Bear Town video that I posted so it looked to even to me looking on the video like I was coming really close to some of those trees, yeah. but I wasn't. Yeah, there there was only one that I think it looked really close, really close. <laughs> How close was that one, Chappie? <laughs> that was really close. <laughs> uh, that was probably a mm, couple inches. <laughs> <laughs> looked like a tree hugger for a second. Yeah, well, I was supposed to be going to the right of the tree, but stupid me, I put my foot down. Yeah. These things happen, you know? Yeah, but that's like a rookie thing. You're standing up. You can't put your foot down. You got to hug that bike. Yeah, but when you get tired, you turn into a rookie, right? Yes, it seems that way. That's, I think that's only natural for us all. 
and it happens a little bit more often um, as an older adult. Ah. You know, the older you get, the quicker you get tired. Seems that way anyway. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, one last thing too. Probably one of the most important that I look for in a camp spot is a, a fire ring. Like that somebody has camped there before. I don't want to be the first person to camp somewhere. I mean, I will if it's getting real late and, you know, in dire circumstances, but I don't want to be creating a new footprint, I guess you'd say. I always figure we take care of Mother Nature. She'll take care of us while we're out there. And it's worked out for me so far in life, so far. So, yeah, a fire ring. And then everything that's gone on this year, you got to be careful. Make sure that if you're going to do a fire that you're respectful of the land. Yeah. And make sure that you're responsible. Definitely. Sparks fly. Sparks do fly. And, uh, I mean... We love our outdoors out here. We have a ton of recreation in Utah. I mean, so we didn't really shut down fires. We usually don't unless it's terrible. But, uh, yeah, you got to be respectful. I went to Oregon. I went to New Mexico. went to Colorado this year. And all those places, no fires. You couldn't have fires. That's tough. I mean, how are you supposed to roast marshmallows? You know, come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably limits what you can cook too. I mean, yeah. Now you got to go to like those prepackaged meals and stuff like that. Yeah. Or yeah, just having a fire. It's it's a part of camping to me. So if I don't have a fire, I just don't feel like I got the full experience. But you're right. You got to be respectful. You know, you decide that okay, this is a good spot. You've done your scout. You found the area. How important is having a routine? that you do the same thing pretty much all the time. So you're not like running back and forth to the bike or. It, it is. A, that's a very good point. Uh, it's, it's very important. Um, I have to laugh. Cause I, I think I had a video where I was talking about something similar to that, but I have a routine and like, if I get distracted from it, it totally fucks me up. Like <laughs> it screws my whole, like I just forget where I'm at, what I was doing. It's terrible. But the routine is is really good to have. That way you kind of don't miss things. And if it starts getting dark on you, then you don't have to necessarily think as much about it. You're just doing it like, okay. Or if it's raining and you're trying to get yeah. quick. You cleared the spot for your tent. The, you know, the, the mat goes down, the tent goes up, the rain cover goes on and everything goes inside. Sleeping bag, sleeping pad, pillow. You know, whatever the ritual is. But yeah, I think that's right. It is like work. It's just you want it to become second nature so you're not having to think about it. And like I said, waste 20 million trips back and forth and back and forth, which is easy to do. <laughs> right. And if you if you have a routine, you get it down to where you could do it quickly. And then uh, it, it allows you to relax quicker. Yeah. Especially after being on the bike all day. Definitely. When I went on the trip with the wife, um, we were only doing like 250 miles a day, two up. But uh, we would leave in the morning like eight and we were getting to the hotel, go get dinner. And we'd get back to the hotel and it was like 
I'm ready to crash. It's like eight yeah. o'clock at night. Let me ask you this then. Same thing. I mean, you weren't camping, but you were kind of camping. You're away from home, sleeping somewhere else. So did you, did you fall into or come up with a routine as you were, say, you get to the hotel? Did you have a check-in, take-in bags? I don't know. Was there a routine? Yeah. Um, well, we kind of came up with a routine after doing it a couple of times. You know, I would pull up to the hotel. We'd go in, check in. She would take the room key and go to the room. I would drive the bike as close to the room as I could. And then, you know, we would rotate taking stuff from the bike up into the room, the stuff that we needed. That's that's cool. And that's I think that's how they are born, right? Just out of trial and error and necessity. Right. Yeah, or, you know, finding a, a channel where, like, uh, you just recently had a video about a morning yeah. routine that's tim's morning routine so yeah i was trying to emulate it so that i can learn it and it, it's a great routine i mean you just gives you time to relax you know i think that's the thing for me is you got to have the routine for yourself it's got to be realistic if you like to sit and watch the sunrise you've got to build that into your routine or you're not going to do your damn routine right if you need your coffee you got to build that in there or whatever you're sipping there. Is that gin yes. and juice? What are, you, what are you sipping there, buddy? I green got tea? green tea. Yeah, because it's late. I know, it's late. You know what this is? You got Yeah, it's uh, 9 o'clock at night, and we're starting mm. the Red Bull. Okay, so you did turn your clocks ahead. Oh, yeah. Back, yeah. Or back. Back. Yeah, it's messed up, man. 5 o'clock. It's dark now. 5 Five thirty. It's pitch black. I wasn't sure if you guys did because my mom's in Arizona. And Arizona, they they're they're a little weird. Okay, I love Arizona, but I but I went I went through Las Vegas on my way there, and Henderson, where my parents live, and the time changes from Utah to there. The time changes, but then I got back to Arizona or to Arizona from Las Vegas, and the time had like. I think it changed back to Utah time or something. It totally fucked me up the whole trip I was down there. <laughs> yeah, Arizona doesn't change their clock. So in the summer, my mother is two hours behind. And in the winter, she's three. What the hell? That's crazy, man. That's just nuts. It is. So like right now, Arizona's an hour behind you. But in the summer, it's the same. That is so freaking weird. It, it's weird. So if you're going down to Arizona to meet somebody, okay, just <laughs> say you're going down there to meet somebody, um, you might want to figure in whatever time. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good idea to make sure you're on the same, yeah. synchronize your watches. We didn't, we didn't pull that part of the uh, mission beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that would be kind of screwy. Yeah. So um, you have a routine, I take it, for setting up camp. Yeah, definitely. And then there's a routine for the morning. Yep. Is there any other like routine that you would have for camping? Depending where you're at, but most of the time I'm in mountainous areas. I'm finding, and this is kind of a newer part of my routine, maybe if there's a cleared area two spots away from you or something, that might be good to go cook and eat your food there. 
uh, and then come back. I mean, saying that it's empty. That is a good tip. That is a golden tip. I mean, I have not heard anybody in all of the channels that I've watched on motorcycle travel bring that little tip up. That is gold. I'm not going to claim credit for it, but um, I just I think I've learned that this year. And, uh, you know, we get closer to bear country. And I, I think part of that came up. I was with Tim and... And he said that he had been through the area like two weeks previously with with his his buddy Bob. They had seen a bear eating a deer on the side of the road, and he, I don't know if he's just fucking with me or I mean I'm sure he saw it, but he said it was it was probably only ten miles from where we're camping tonight. <laughs> yeah, and you're out with the brown bears. Yeah, so yeah, we got little black bears here, and in Utah, that's pretty much what we have too. So. I haven't been too worried about it, but it's it's just a good idea. And after the cougar incident, too. Yeah, I don't have to worry about those around here, either. That's good. I'll be right over, because that's what I worry about. The bear, I can see coming, but those cougars, they're sly motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, they're quiet. They are quiet, sneaky. They can jump up in trees above you. You don't even know. that. It's, it's pretty creepy, actually. <laughs> I wasn't scared for my life that night but when i got home and started researching encounters with mountain lions and cougars and stuff then i got terrified i was like holy shit i was lucky <laughs> yeah it's like uh i'm gonna keep my rifle in my sleeping bag yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shh, we're hunting cougars <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> you know I just have to say it. It's the political season. We're not going to get into politics. But something that I missed, that somewhere along the way, somewhere along the line, some politics fucked this up. There's no more Yosemite Sam. Oh, Jesus. This is what I grew up with, yeah. man. You know, the handlebar mustache, two guns, yeah. one in each hand. It's not politics. It's the cancel culture. It's ridiculous. You know, I don't like it, so I'm going to take it away for everybody else. Just turn the fucking channel. Yeah, like we don't have enough of those these days. Come on, there's a billion channels. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the shit that's on TV now. Ah, this Grey's Anatomy <sighs> porn. That, no, I'm kidding. But yes, it is political season. Tomorrow's voting day. Sorry, I just, I had to throw that in there. Whatever. Politics are a bad topic, but Yosemite Sam, I mean, come on. Can't even watch the Wiley e. Coyote anymore because I know. evidently he's too violent. Apparently. I don't know how he's violent. He never catches them. Hey, <laughs> the kids can play Call of Duty, but they can't watch Wiley e. yeah. Coyote. What's fucked up with that? <laughs> oh, my my son might try and drop an anvil on his head. If your son's that fucking stupid, natural selection. Drop an anvil. Yeah. It's like natural selection. You failed as a parent. Yeah. If your son is or child is that fucked up <laughs> i think it'll be a good idea if i jump off this cliff because it's just going to be a little mushroom cloud and i can climb out of the hole there you go you fucked up as a parent hold on let me get the camera ready <laughs> yeah natural selection oh shit yeah yeah so we digress there i digress routines are great definitely Yes. So every episode here, and at least in the beginning, we're going to give you a hashtag that if you are posting on Instagram, 
that you should be using for your bike related videos. So this week, hashtag. the hashtag of the week this week uh, is hashtag bike life. If you're posting motorcycle related content, if you use the hashtag bike life, B I K E L I F E, more people will see your posts. So it could bring in more followers. That is our hashtag of the week. Do it. Biker life. Yes. And we also want you to be using the hashtag throttled adventures. So we get to see your stuff. Yeah. Cause at throttled adventures, we love to see your stuff. Mm. <laughs> you had to go there. Well, they're going to go there. So I just beat them to it. <laughs> I guess. You, Jesus. This is going south. Hey, buddy. I'm sorry. First, you want to see their stuff, and then you're going to beat them. <laughs> hey, at least we'll give them something. Don't we still have to bribe our listeners? Come on. Yes, but it's really going south towards the bribe. Well, <laughs> we need to bring it back north before we bribe them. Uh, Chi-Chi's instead of south? Okay. Uh, we're going to go, go from uh, the Netherlands up to Chi-Chi land. Chichi. Chichi Grande. <laughs> hmm. Yes. So I'm all over the map. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you've tuned in to the previous episodes, you know that we're doing a giveaway over a four week span. And then we're going to announce the winners in a live stream on YouTube. So, so you could be a winner. Yes. The prizes are a book from Tim fundamentals of camping. From a motorcycle, I think is the name of the book. Fundamentals of motorcycle camping, yes. Yes. A $25 Revzilla gift card. Revzilla. A bag of living the dream, two wheels in a tent coffee from Highway 40 Roasting Company. That's right. And the fourth prize is somebody gets to choose a motorcycle adventure sort of related topic for our podcast has to be legal let's do the disclaimer and yes it must involve gothic chicks on the back of dirt bikes i'm just kidding about the dirt bikes (laughs) on the back of dirt bikes (laughs) i'm kidding no but it does have to be bitch on the back of a dirt bike sucks (laughs) i wouldn't know i don't care i wouldn't know (laughs) actually me and my brother had to share a bike i'm you know, to each your own. I, I believe you, Chappie, but we've <laughs> we we've all broke down and had to ride bitch on our buddy's bike because ours mm. was dead on the trail. I know we have. For this week, our giveaway. Uh, so there is a word that they're going to have to use. Uh, do you want to give them the word this week? We used we used brap. I think. Last week. What about Revzilla? Revzilla. Yeah, that's kind of like promoting their channel, though, don't you think? Hmm. Isn't kind of giving away a gift card promoting their channel? That's just giving somebody $25 to spend it, Revzilla. Okay, okay, okay. Because we are not affiliated with... No, no. No one will affiliate with us currently. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, you get to choose the word of the day then. 
because I did it last week, so it's your fucking turn, okay? Uh, Since you didn't oh like boy. my fucking idea, now it's your turn, big boy. You're in the hot seat. Damn. Bob, so come come rein him in. <laughs> Bob is sleeping. She has to work in the morning. Oh, and you wear headphones, so I can't. Yeah, and it's at some point we're gonna have to fill everybody in on the whole Bob joke. Yeah. But um we'll do that after the giveaway. I don't think we have enough time. Because <laughs> we're I we're mean pushing. I mean after the actual giveaway. Oh yeah. Yeah, well or maybe during the giveaway. Yeah. So yes, uh, so the the word that you're going to have to use this week is going to be tire. Tire. Yeah, it's motorcycle related. Tire. Yes, you need to go find our YouTube channel, which is easy by going to throttleadventures.com. And there is a link at the top to our YouTube channel. You must subscribe and leave a comment in the giveaway video using the word tire. T-I-R-E, correct? Yes, correct. I know that some folks that are not from the States might spell it T-Y-R-E. Oh, yeah, and that would be fine. I mean, as long as they use it in a sentence. Um, Yes, that is odd, but to each their own. Yeah. If they want to spell it T-Y-R-E, that's fine. That's right. As long as they use tire in a sentence. Don't forget you got to have your subscriptions public because if you're not public, we're not going to see that you're subscribed. That would kind of eliminate you from being put on the list because we're going to cross-reference those people that use the tire to being subscribed. Usually people don't want to be put on a list, but this is a list you want to be put on. Because the prizes are epic. I mean, especially for a new channel. Come on. These prizes are cool. I would love them myself. Chappie won't let me have them, but I... Nope. I will happily cry happy tears for whoever wins them. (laughs) Yes. So that is our second chance. If you've done what we asked in the first episode and you do... Uh, what we're saying in this episode, go to YouTube channel, subscribe and leave a comment on the video. You can do both of them right there on the video. You can subscribe and leave a comment and good luck to you all use the word tire. That would be your second entry. And I guess we should say, uh, to make this fair that one prize per customer, one type of thing, one prize per customer can't be family. Can't be, uh, us. It can't. It can't be my you alternate personality. That. You want that Revzilla I want car? That really damn bad. Revzilla car. <laughs> well, hopefully they see all the publicity they're getting for for this, and maybe they reach out and say, "Hey, yeah." But you never know. Shit, we could that we could go nice. camping with Lemmy and whatever. I don't think Lemmy's there anymore. Oh, sorry about that, guys. You can uh, edit that out. Or he's not with the high side, low side, which he was my favorite. Yeah. Especially on that. So I hope you guys enjoyed the tips and tricks from camping that Cody graced us with this week. Thank you for listening. We hope you join us again next week when Cody talks about something very important to him. I'll take chicks on dirt bikes. What? Exactly. (laughs)
Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch up with you again next week. Cheers, motherfuckers.